Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson Read for LibriVox.org by Casper Nijssen This volume consists chiefly of contemporary or very recent verse, but it could not serve its full purpose without the presence, here and there, of older poems, of classics. These express a truth, a mood, or a spirit that is universal, and they express it in words of noble dignity and beauty. They are not always easy to understand. They are crops we must patiently cultivate, not crops that volunteer. But they wear well, they grow upon us, we come back to them again and again, and still they are fresh, living, significant, not empty, meaningless, and weather-worn like a last year's crow's nest. Such a poem is Ulysses. It is shot through and through with a spirit of strenuous and never-ceasing endeavour, a spirit manifest in a hero who has every temptation to rest and enjoy. Ulysses is old. After ten long years of warfare before Troy, after endless misfortunes on his homeward voyage, after travels and experiences, that have taken him everywhere and shown him everything that men know and do, he has returned to his rude native kingdom. He is reunited with his wife Penelope and his son Telemachus. He is rich and famous. Yet he is unsatisfied. The task and routine of governing a slow, materially-minded people, though suited to his son's temperament, are unsuited to his. He wants to wear out rather than to rust out. He wants to discover what the world still holds. He wants to drink life to the lees. The morning has passed, the long day has waned, twilight and the darkness are at hand. But scant as are the years left to him, he will use them in a last, incomparable quest. He rallies his old comrades, tried men who always with a frolic welcome took the thunder and the sunshine, and asked them to brave with him once more the hazards and the hardships of the life of vast, unsubdued enterprise. It little profits that an idle king, by this still hearth, among those barren crags, matched with an aged wife, I meet and adore unequal laws unto a savage race, that hoard and sleep and feed, and know not me. I cannot rest from travel. I will drink life to the lees. All times I have enjoyed greatly, have suffered greatly, both with those that love me, and alone, on the shore, and when through scudding drifts the rainy Hyades vexed the dim sea. I am become a name, for always roaming with a hungry heart, much have I seen and known, cities of men and manners, climates, councils, governments, myself not least, but honoured of them all, and the drunk delight of battle with my peers, far on the ringing plains of windy Troy. I am a part of all that I have met, yet all experience is an arch wherethrough gleams that untravelled world whose margin fades forever and forever when I move. How dull it is to pass, to make an end, to rust unburnished, not to shine in use. 
as though to breathe were life. Life piled on life were all too little, and of one to me little remains. But every hour is saved from that eternal silence. Something more, a bringer of new things, and vile it were for some three sons to store and hoard myself, and this grey spirit yearning in desire to follow knowledge like a sinking star beyond the utmost bound of human thought. This is my son, mine own Telemachus, to whom I leave the sceptre and the isle, well beloved of me, discerning to fulfil this labour, by slow prudence to make mild a rugged people, and through soft degrees subdue them to the useful and the good. Most blameless is he, centred in the sphere of common duties, decent not to fail in offices of tenderness, and pay meet adoration to my household gods when I am gone. He works his work, I mine. There lies the port, the vessel puffs her sail, there glooms the dark, broad seas. My mariners, souls that have toiled and wrought and thought with me, that ever with a frolic welcome took the thunder and the sunshine, and opposed free hearts, free foreheads, you and I are old, old age hath yet his honour and his toil. Death closes all, but something ere the end, some work of noble note, may yet be done. Not unbecoming men that strove with gods. The lights begin to twinkle from the rocks. The long day wanes. The slow moon climbs. The deep moans round with many voices. Come, my friends. Tis not too late to seek a newer world. Push off, and sitting well in order, smite the sounding furrows. For my purpose holds to sail beyond the sunset and the bath of all the western stars until I die. It may be that the gulfs will wash us down. It may be we shall touch the happy isles and see the great Achilles whom we knew. Though much is taken, much abides. And though we are not now that strength which in old days moved earth and heaven, that which we are, we are. One equal temper of heroic hearts, made weak by time and fate, but strong in will to strive, to seek, to find, and not to yield. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.